times have changed and I think you have to get your team behind you before you go in the right direction and it's the most empowering thing if you have the feeling that you have a team behind you that is focused on the same set of goals and it's feeling the same purpose and the same mission and you're all getting your forces in the right direction because then I think it's the most easy way to succeed wherever you want to go. Hello and welcome to Speak Like a CEO, the leading podcast on leadership and communications. My name's Lena Carlson and today I'm speaking to Francisca Teuber, who is the Managing Director for the German Startup Association. Oliver was actually unable to join for this recording, but Francisca and I have a great conversation about internal and external communication styles, why listening is such an important skill, and the upcoming German Startup Awards. By the way, if you're looking to start building your reputation or crafting your personal brand in 2020, then we have a very exciting offer for our podcast audience today. As you might know, Oliver Alsa's new book, Mastering Communications, is out now, and we're giving you the opportunity for a limited time to get a free one-on-one consultation with him when you purchase the book on Amazon. Oliver has over 20 years of experience working in communications, so this really is an offer you don't want to miss out on. We'll put the details in the show notes, and now over to the episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the show, Francisca. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So it's really cool, first off, that there is a German Startup Association. Can you maybe elaborate a little bit more on what the association does and how it works and how 900 startups are involved with that? The association was founded in 2012, so it's our eighth year we're going into. And the idea was to create a voice in Berlin who is able to speak to politics and economics about the interests of startups. Because when Florian Noll, who was the president till December, and he was one of the founders of the association, it was the time that they thought it was time to get together and to find a central position in going into the dialogue. And now, after eight years, um, we're very proud that we have over 900 startups. Um, we have almost 60 corporates that are also part of the association. And we're going into connecting startups and economy, all the new economy. We're into political lobbying in Berlin and overall Germany. And we're also trying to promote entrepreneurship in Germany and saying that that's something really great if someone has an idea and takes the risk to try it out. How exactly does it work? How does a startup apply to be a part of the association or do you reach out to them? We do both actually. So when I go somewhere and I meet someone and say, well, why are you not a member? And the process is really easy. You go uh, online, you fill out the form and then the process starts and after a while you're a member of the association. We're aiming to get together the ecosystem as a whole. So it's the founders that are starting in an idea, the ones that are more in a phase where it's more about growth and involvement and also the scale-ups and the unicorns. So we are trying to aim to have the whole life cycle of a startup as part of our association. The Berlin startup scene has certainly changed a lot since, uh, I guess, 2012 when you guys started. And right now, I guess we're seeing that there actually are some unicorns, a lot of startups in hyper growth. How has what you offer as services and support your startups changed? Mm, it's kind of a process, I guess. The new board that has just been elected, it collects all of the that you said. So we have some of the unicorn founders that are advisory board members right now or are becoming advisory board members. 
I'm really proud that we got together all of these in the whole spectrum. And what we offer has changed in that way that we are trying to have something special for every group. So we're aiming with events and with the knowledge we have in the association for the ones that are starting with the idea and they're like, okay, how do I start? Where can I connect to investors? Is my business plan as good as I think it is? How can I train to pitch on stage? Also going through the involvement, having something for the unicorns and aiming to the themes they are processing, which is more on a broader way and also reaching out to a European level. So we're looking into that and we're right now trying to go to a strategic approach and trying to find something that fits for everybody right now. It's a pretty exhaustive goal, I guess, that you've set out to achieve. Your focus specifically is on network, partnership, events, communication. What are some of the core activities that you're really focusing on for 2020? On a political sphere, the new president, Christian Miele, he said he wants to promote two themes. Uh, one of is the Zukunftsfonds. So we were trying to get the German government as well as the money that is in all the new economy in Germany to go into a funding model and to get more funds and venture capital for the startups that are more into a growth setup. So not the starting scene, but more on the later stage, because we are seeing that There's a lot of money going around if you're starting and if you want to try out an idea. But when it's more about going into a new market and growing, there's not a lot funding around in Germany. And then you're more looking into USA or China. And we're trying to set the goal that we want German startups to be German-funded. Um, the second one we're trying to go into is the employee stock ownership program. So we are saying startups have a different approach to getting the best people into their company because they can't offer the higher salary. And so they have to have something else. And what startups can offer in different phases of their life cycle is to give you a promise that you participate if they succeed. And you can do that by having stock. But in Germany, it's quite difficult to do something like that. So we want to change that. And we're going into dialogue with politics also on a European level. And that's the two themes we're promoting 2020. I think for a lot of people diving into the political aspect of having a startup or, you know, getting funding or trying a new idea, anything that's innovative can seem quite overwhelming, especially since there is a very international community here in Berlin. How are you kind of fostering that dialogue between, I guess, like the political side and the startup side? I think it's in two directions. First of all, it's to the politics and trying to get awareness for the needs of startups and the themes they're going through and the things they're going into, and also uh, in what kind of way they're different to other corporates. And the other way is to startups and trying to get something like understanding of how political process works because it's slow sometimes. And it's different to the startup mind, which is always like, go, 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 and have an idea and try it out and then change the way if it's not working out. Politics is more strategic, more slow, more having different people getting their opinion in. So that's the different approach. And we're trying to get understanding on both sides and then getting them together. Would you consider the Deutsche Startup Association as an intermediary in terms of, I guess, making sure that both sides understand how the other works and can take that into the future? I wouldn't say intermediary because the focus is really on going into the political sphere and bringing the topics that startups have into a political discussion and then going into the process so it's becoming 
law at the end. <laughs> but you have to have both sides having an understanding because that's my approach to communication. I think communication is always about connecting people. And in order to connect, you always have to have the same language you're speaking and the same understanding of what the topic is and where you want to go. So I think it's always about more being a, a transmitter and a translator in both directions. In terms of topics, I think we're seeing right now that sustainability is becoming a bigger issue and more prominent from both sides of the spectrum. What are some of the things that the startups are trying to do and that the government can do as well to kind of, you know, make sure that we're working towards a more sustainable future here in Europe? And we see it too, that it's becoming more and more important topic. The German Startup Monitor we're doing every year uh, showed this year that almost 40% of the startup founders that we interviewed uh, would uh, vote for the Green Party in Germany, which is something we never uh, have seen in the fact before. And also that they say that sustainability is something that they want to promote as well for them personally, as well in their startup and the idea they're promoting. So I think it's a two-dimensional thing. It's one going in your own corporation, your own startup and seeing what can I do to get more sustainable or even do I have a business idea that goes into the sustainability kind of thing? And on the other hand, getting awareness of the politicians and the government and it's a really big theme. And I always think that startups usually are younger than other corporate leaders. So that's something they, they want to push. Yeah. It's definitely a bit of a mission what you guys are trying to do, I guess. There's so many different parties involved with so many different goals and objectives. Obviously, everyone is trying to work towards a future where there is more entrepreneurship in Germany. In your time as managing director, what's been one of the biggest communications challenges you've faced thus far? Interesting, because I'm not that long in the position. I just started in September. And I think... The start was really interesting because in the association, we have been in a real big change management. So we're two new guys in the managing directors. So it's me and my colleague Christoph. And we also had a change in the board just recently before Christmas. And it's really interesting to see as well in internally as externally that it's kind of a force you're setting free if you're changing the, the leadership on, on every board or every point you have. And that was really challenging because for me, I wanted to get the team together and see um, how they react to, you know, there are two people that are new bosses are up there and what they want to do and how they see their association. Um, and I found a really enthusiastic team and I'm really grateful to work with them. And then there's the new board members and especially Christian, who has been in it from the start and was really into the association and was a driving force the last weeks before he was even elected. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to 2020 to go with these people and do some changes. Sounds really exciting. Can you elaborate a little bit on, I guess, this leadership shakeup that you talked about? And I love the idea that it kind of, you know, sets it free and allows room for flexibility and change and new things to happen. Obviously, coming in, I guess, as a new person, you need to make sure that everyone knows who you are, understands what your values are, what you stand for and what your objectives are for the year ahead. How have you gone about communicating that internally? I started differently because my approach was or is to go in there and then listen in the first place. So my goal was to get to know everybody, really listen what they want to say. Because in my experience, if you're coming in new, it's always the time, you know, 
to go into issues that haven't been resolved, into topics that have been off the table because there was so much on the table that was just, you know, fall off. And listen into the team, what's going on and where where are problems, which is going really good, what you want to keep, where you want to elaborate. And then it gets together in a bigger picture. And then I try to shape the picture that the team gives me and then reflect that with the board um, reflect that with the members and then go forward and put it in a strategy. They say that the first hundred days are always the most important in terms of, I guess, developing that strategy, making sure that everyone is aligned. Do you think that you achieved that? Are you happy with how it went? I don't know. I guess you have to out the team or the members, <laughs> but I, I, I hope so. I think we have some loose ends to tie in 2020, but I think we're on a really good way even though the last year has some shakeups, was a little bumpy at the end. But I'm really glad with the team that goes forward from them. So from a strategic perspective, what does communications look like for the Deutsche Startup Association in 2020? What are some of the pillars you're focusing on? I personally want to focus on communicating internally to the members because I think they got out of focus in the last couple of years a little bit. And I want to be more transparent in what we're doing and how we're doing it and why we're doing it and what's the benefit of the members for that. So that's something we want to do. And also on a longer run, I want to go into being more focused in communicating, like focusing on topics and focusing on something that is a really big issue and going into that more than going into more topics, but then more being not into detail as I could if I just focus on two topics, for example. And in terms of communicating internally to members, how do you go about that normally? Is that through social media? Is that through newsletters? Is that through different channels? Social media, yes. Then the good old newsletter, right? And through events we do as associations, so we are trying to get everybody together in real life and get them to network and listen and talk. But maybe we're coming up with a new idea in the next couple of months. Let's see. A lot of your communications is in German, which makes sense. We are in Germany. But a question I did have was, do you think that that sometimes excludes part of the startup scene here in Berlin? Or do you think that that's been the right decision for you guys in terms of communication? Interesting that you're asking that because that's something we're discussing in the association right now. I think especially the Berlin startup scene was really international and it's yeah, something you just do, you speak English. So we're not finally discussed where we want to go. I think there are valid aspects in both directions because we're a German startup association. So we're based in Germany and we're active in Germany. Why not speak German? On the other hand, we want to get together as many startup founders as we can. So we have to deal with this international approach. But on some events, we're, we're doing in English. This newsletter we're doing in English because there's an English section below. We're, we're bilingual, I would say. That's great. I love that <laughs> as an approach. And I think it's one of those tricky questions to answer because um, we are here in Germany and that is ultimately the purpose to serve the German startups. It was just an interesting question for me to know. Personally, are you using social media yourself to communicate or do you focus more on different kinds of communication? I use social media, of course, but I'm not using social media as kind of promoting myself as much. It's more personal level. So I'm, I don't know, active on almost anyone you know, but not TikTok. I, don't, I never tried TikTok. <laughs> 
So yeah, we, we use social media in our association and think it's a really important channels. But for me, it's not, it didn't came up to my mind to just promote it for myself as much as I maybe could. Sure. And prior to joining the Deutsche Startups Association, you were actually working as part of the management team for a political communications agency, which is called Compact Median. And I also know from the agency side that things move very fast. What has been some of, I guess, the different changes that you've noticed between the association and the agency life in terms of communication, leadership, getting things done? Not that much because we haven't really a startup approach to the association. So it's the speed is almost the same, not as much, but almost. So not that different for me. And it's more, I think for me personally, it's more the aspect of not being the one who has someone who's telling you the way he wants to communicate. As it is in an agency, you have a customer and he says, you know, that's the topic I want to do something about. That's the tone I want to set. That's what I want to do. So get creative and give me something. And in the association, it's more we're setting the tone and we're deciding where we want to go, where we not want to go. And I really like that change because it's giving you more freedom to set the direction. And I really like that you mentioned before that listening was kind of one of the first activities that you did when you came on board. What do you think the power of leaders sitting down and, you know, not speaking but listening for a change is? I think that the strongest leader is someone that empowers its team and the employees. And that works best if you listen and if you get the strong suit out of them. And it's not about going, you know, you have to do that and you have to do that. And I think it's you can set the most powerful team if you work together and if you find a mission that you all can connect to. And find a purpose, why you're doing that, and where you where's your overall goal you want to go to. And I think that leadership can't just set the goal and say, you know, we're going that direction, whatever you think. The, the times have changed, and I think you have to get your team behind you before you go in the right direction. And it's the most empowering thing if you have the feeling that you have a team behind you that is focused on the same set of goals and it's feeling the same purpose and the same mission and you're all getting your forces in the right direction because then I think it's the most easy way to succeed wherever you want to go. I had a conversation recently that was kind of about the German approach to success and leading teams in the fact that a lot of Germans go for the approach that we will give the team the what, but the how they figure out. Do you agree with that? Kinda. I, I think the the how they can figure out. I think the what you have to discuss. But I think the foremost thing that nobody has on their mind right now, but is the key factor is the why. Why you're doing that. Why are you into that? Why is this topic giving the overall mission something that's promoting the mission or the goal? And I'm really interested in in finding the why and wherever I go and whichever team I'm I'm working is this the why that connects us all and then everything else falls into place. That's really good advice. So coming up this year, anything exciting you'd like to share with what the association is doing? Yes, we're doing the German Startup Awards this year for the first time. We're really excited. It's the 5th of March in Berlin and we're going into promoting entrepreneurship. Angela Merkel is going to be our key opening speech, 
speaker. Some people may have heard of her. <laughs> yes, some people may have heard. We're very proud that she actually agreed to come and to give the opening speech. We're having Jens Lehmann, Frank Thielen as the Lodities. And the goal is to give an award to entrepreneurs, to newcomers, to investors, to supporters, and to shine a light on them because we think that you have to have a certain personality to go through with your idea, to take the risk. And startup life is not easy always. It's not always easy because sometimes you hit a bump and then you're like, okay, that's a tough year. That's something challenging we have to go through. And getting your grip together and going through that is something that we want to shine a light on. So what's the criteria for startups to apply for the award? You can nominate anyone you like until Friday on our website, germanstartupawards.com.de. And then the criteria are really very simple. Um, you have to have a startup and be a founder, and then you can nominate yourself, you can nominate someone else. Yeah, check the website. Cool. It sounds like a very exciting event, and I think a lot of people will be very interested to go along. Final advice in terms of communication and leadership before we wrap up. I think the best advice I could give or from my experience is don't take yourself so seriously and just uh, go with the flow. And I think that if you have your why, your personal why, and you have your why in your cooperation and you have your why in your team, you can always go anything you're facing. And the second thing is that I always think that communication is key because if you're reliable in what you're saying, if you're having integrity as something as your force and something that you want to show to your team it's it's always better if you're communicating openly whatever whatever you're doing awesome thanks so much for the very open and honest conversation and we look forward to seeing what comes out of the awards thanks so much francisca thank you yeah.